Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Behind the Bunker. This is our weekly paintball podcast that broadcasts live on Facebook and YouTube. So if you found us awesome, if you're listening to us as a podcast, even more awesome. Uh, so thank you guys for tuning in. Tonight's pro- uh, podcast is brought to you in part by Manscaped. Now grab BTB20 for 20% off anything at manscaped.com. Are you tired of swamp crotch during the summer months? Then check out Manscaped's Platinum Package 4.0. Everything you need to keep your crotch looking and feeling fresh. First, give it a little trim with the lawnmower 4.0 below the waist trimmer. Next, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. Finally, top it off with a free pair of anti-chafing boxers. Order today at manscaped.com and receive free gifts. Graphic sells things, I guess, Matt. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in. Matt, the producer, was just asking, do they have to be so graphic on their commercials? <laughs> but it does get the point across. Yeah, I guess. Uh, speaking of getting the point across, we have uh, Gavin Sharma from Terra Tech Industries. I am Mr. Point, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this evening for Behind the Bunker 805-ish on a lovely Monday in November. Uh, so glad you've joined us. Make sure you hit that like, share, and tag a friend or three. Let them know what's going on tonight. We have a paintball program, and it will be entertaining. And uh, also with Gavin Sharma, we have Ted Lasso from Flaggirders Paintball. Hey, greetings and thanks for tuning in. In support and solidarity of Gavin and his Movembering, I decided to be part of Movember with my pal Gavin, and, and I am growing a mustache and maybe some other handlebars stuff for the month of November. Uh, I hadn't grown one for 10 years for uh, several reasons, but I decided, you know, it's time to take that plunge in November land. Yeah, and good for you guys. Maybe Gavin, you could put up a link. Do you have a link for you? I, I have a personal link, uh, but we can certainly talk about that either uh, maybe on the after show. We can go into a little bit of detail, yeah. but uh, I would like to steal at least a couple of minutes to give some facts about uh, men's health uh, over the course of the program. For sure, Paul Poston said that commercial is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well done from yeah. the garage. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. Um, nice to see Marcello in the in the live chat. George Hay, Paul Poston, Bon Chick, and everybody else that's uh, signing up. Um, do you guys know what's happening in about a week from now? Another Monday. Yellowstone. Sunday, two hour premiere. Yeah, that that I don't know when this graphic was. I put it in my mail to, to post it up, but it, yeah, I guess is it this Sunday? It's coming up. Wow, that's exciting. Um, speaking of Bond Chick, she uh, tagged me in a post here, and I scratched out the company that it's for. But Bond Chick, it basically it's a hair removal system, and uh, Bond Chick says, "I blame behind the bunker for this being in my newsfeed. Never had this shown up until I looked." The algorithm, <laughs> baby. Manscaped, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then I put BTB twenty for twenty percent off, Bond Chick. <laughs> well done. <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of uh, promotion there. Um, unless you guys have been living under a rock, I want to introduce you guys to the new CS3 from Planet Eclipse. Uh, it's not a CS1, it's not a CS2, it's a CS3. has even more power, has lower operating pressure. If you guys want to have any more information on it, uh, over the next couple weeks we'll, we'll show some videos on it. But uh, certainly uh, head on over to planeteclipse.com. And uh, find out some more information. And speaking of Planet Eclipse, uh, I won't say who sent me this. But he says, uh, should have sent you this yesterday, which was would have been uh, the day after the show last week. He said, this is LEDs at one of the Halloween parties. Yes, this is a surgical gown. Yes, it's open at the back. Yes, he was showing his arse. And yes, I still have nightmares. Amazing. <laughs> well done. That's courage. Very Bravery. Good. But in that picture, he's up against a wall, which is probably where he should have been. One of my neighbors um, went up for Halloween as um, a chicken in a ditch. He was laying in his front yard in the gully between the two houses where the rain goes, just laying there with a chicken in his arms. From the meat raffle? From the meat raffle. (laughs) Devin Schwartz says BTB should stand for behind the ball sack if you're talking about manscaping. That's right. Nice. Um, Someone, uh, I don't know, someone posted it or maybe, maybe they did, but there's a new website called Evil PB selling evil paintball stuff again. And if you go to it, uh, it's actually one of AC Diesel, Diesel's websites where they have evil merch. 
Uh, but oh, check out awesome. some of that. Okay. I am not going to lie. That's, that's nice. damn I like sexy. That. Yeah. Yes, I like that a lot too. Um, I wonder the if they want some evil? stuff to sell on it that's old vintage evil stuff that's brand new. Well, so I was curious. <laughs> I, was, I was curious if it was a if it was a retro stuff they found in like a shipping container, but no, it looks like it's a it's a rebrand. It's a rebrand. But I have some. And retro would they stuff. like some some off brand evil some. Um, uh, extreme rage stuff. Yes, that's extreme rage stuff <laughs> with, with working fan. Yeah. And then look at this. This might be a keeper as well. That's really nice. Okay. Yeah. Now I believe on the website that was sold out. Oh, but, look at that. Yeah. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I do like. Oh, actually, sorry. That's the picture I was looking for. Uh, I like the one in the bottom right corner there in that picture. Okay. Let me have a look. Where'd it go? You guys are. I'm trying to watch. Where should I watch? There. Oh, on the television. Oh, damn. Okay, that, that combat sassy. jersey yellow. Yeah, I'm me like I'm a little disappointed in the price at 125, but I guess that's what it would be. Um, and the pod harnesses are starting at 64.99. I do like that, and I do like the jersey. The only thing I don't like about uh, this jersey is on the back. There's a massive E, and it's in like a brownie tan, which is okay. You're not down with the brown. <sighs> had enough of the brown every week <laughs> oh, you guys oh you racist <laughs> so whatever check that out ladies and gentlemen um go to i think it's evil.pb uh, but yeah if you're looking for something a little bit different fingers crossed new show sponsor yeah i exactly. can use some merch exactly jeff thompson in the live chat says why do i start my week this way <laughs> paul Poston said they had a lot of retro evil stuff at the nxl windy city open oh really well oh. nice um, oh, Paul, you're so smart. He is smart as he is handsome. It's that, gar- <laughs> it's that garage intelligence, I'm telling you. <laughs> is that yeah. a thing, garage intelligence? Yeah, you, you get kicked to the garage a few times and you open up some book learning. So Paul Poston in the live chat says that uh, he loves evil products, been wanting to buy something for a year, so finally he bought the first evil branded thing he could, and that was an evil open. Loves it. He loves his reads. So, loves I, it. There you go, evil intelligence. Um I breezed over it and I apologize, but we do not have a Josh Zuby Zabrickus tonight uh, in studio. So instead, um, I give you this. <laughs> Squeeze sauerkraut. Oh, fantastic. So we've been sauerkraut less. What's a brand name? For two weeks. Uh, sauerfrau. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was a Schadenfrau now, whatever. No, it's sour. It's sauerfrau. Sauerfrau. Her name is, what's her name? <laughs> Uh, ingredients, sauerkraut, cabbage, water, salt. That's huh. it. And then a bunch of other stuff. You can open it up until he comes back again. It. It'll still be good. Yeah, Is that yeah. going to be like a, a, a round the horn? We're going to sample a little Sauerfrau. squeeze. Yeah. Sauerfrau. It's, bit, it's bitchy resting face, but in German. <laughs> so a shout out go. to uh, Daniel Barney Alamo in the YouTube world. So uh, oh, nice. good to see you, my friend. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, sir. Um, what else do we have? We uh, This is an email that came in from... Uh, I want to get his name right. So it's Sean Kovacs, which a.k.a. is paintball.100 on Instagram. He follows the show. He asked. Uh, he says, you guys did a previous post on uh, people's gear. This is going back a little while ago. He, he posted one, but it was a video. We couldn't use it. Um, so he says, here's a photo of my collection. Let me see if I can get to it. Yeah. So this good. is his personal collection. Wow. Yeah. Let's see if we can start at the old top there. Jesus. That's a lot. It's a lot of masks, hoppers. Well, when you got a face like Sean Kovacs, actually, I don't know. Did he send you <laughs> pictures? Of his face? No, but his, his look at look at his loader. He has a loader for every goggle. What is this in the middle? Maybe a pod pack? Tubes at 10. What is that? I don't know. Rubik's Cube. Yeah, okay. Moving back. Um, okay, so then we have some straight shot squeegees. What is that there? That's a TM. Maybe. Is it? I would uh, say. Got the stock. Yeah, I would say. Uh, no, it's it, yeah TMC. And then look at all his barrel, barrel kits. Wow. And his guns. Oh, my gosh. Look at them all. Certainly a lot of a Planet Eclipse in there, I see. Some DLX. Wow. That's a lot of stuff. Good for you. Apologize for everyone listening on a podcast. Hit hit the show if you want. It's on YouTube or on um, Facebook. Uh, one more thing I wanted to share with you guys. This was posted by Enola Gay this week. And uh, finally opening a U.S. Um, 
what a website to supply all of the U.S. Uh, for all of the uh, for all of their Enola Gay stuff. And if you go to their website, here it is. They have apparel, bags, bottles, accessories. So not just paint like smoke grenades, but you can go here and buy your favorite Enola Gay accoutrement. Okay. Are you not excited about that? Like the Super early, early days of the '90s with the uh, the swag and like the casual wear. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, yeah. EG's got some great stuff. We have all have EG hoodies, t-shirts, t-shirts. But that it makes look, its it makes its way into my regular rotation. Yeah. I so worry. have a look at that. That Hunan t-shirt's probably my favorite, and the hoodies. This one shows a midwinter hoodie. That hoodie there we have in black, black and red, tan. What's the Hunan one? It's, oh, that's like the bird flu thing, isn't it? That's where Ebola started. <laughs> Dear <or something>. God. <laughs> I'm not going to throw that in the mix. Don't look at the pockets. <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you're looking for some casual wear, definitely check that out. How many of you guys, post up in the chat, how many of you guys would like something from Enola Gay that's swag-wise that would wear it? I walked my, my daughter to school in the last week. I've been wearing... Um, uh, my paintball grenade hoodie and i've had a couple parents ask me about it they thought why do you have paint grenades on your anyways but good conversation starter anyways jeff thompson wants to know uh the show is getting better companies must be or kicking in uh it's only 805 they shouldn't be kicking in yet good for you my friend yeah, I didn't do gummies tonight. I vaped. So for me, it's coming vape in life. <laughs> Hashtag vape life. Yeah. Joe still does it intravenously. I, I like the vape. Slow drip. <laughs> um, iconic paintball teams. Ten more episodes starting uh, begins January 30th. This time we're going to see teams like Edmonton Impact and... Uh, 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 the All A's, Houston Heat, Excessive Dynasty. Oh, I got to stop on that for a second, Dynasty. Well, did you hear who's playing with Dynasty? No. Is it the goat or the grandpa? A little bit of each. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so if you guys haven't heard, Ollie Lang had signed a roster card and has been practicing and potentially will be playing at World Cup. Um, thoughts? What do you guys think? Do you think Ollie is going to be as good as he once was do you think he's gonna be i don't know time will time will tell my friend obviously yeah. you know what um we're having another latin saints comment that's right <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. no but it's just you know like it, some of the greatest players ever uh to grace this sport have been on that team ollie lang is absolutely top of that list but not that he's an 80 year old man but he may have the game awareness the skills but his body just may not be able to cooperate with him the same way he did in his early 20s, yeah. right? And so can he still be a force on the field? Absolutely. But will he be smashing all the faces on the field? I don't think so. But people will buy, you know what it'll do for grandstand tickets? People will buy grandstand tickets to see him. They'll line up for signing autographs. They, they won't be at the mesh because the, the smell of petroleum oil <laughs> coming off the field will be just too powerful. Dan Hardy calls him the Bruce Lee of paintball. I... Okay, I love Ollie. I think yeah. I think he's had a better career than any of us could hope to ever have. However, being a fellow who's also suffering the same affliction of not playing as much as I used to, and also getting older and walking away from that speedball uh, speedball life for a while, it takes a lot to get back. And I don't think I could ever get back to even where I thought I I was right, which is nowhere near Ollie. But you know what I mean, like. Todd, to be perfectly honest with you, I was on target um, to be to be in that exact place until the pandemic hit. We had to close the field, and now I'm fieldless in Seattle. So, you know, I hope to at some point make make a resurgence and return to my once level of greatness in the paintball genre, as you call it. But could we ever be as good as we were ten years ago? I think I probably know more, and technology's changed. So it, as good as we were 10 years ago with the equipment we were using 10 years ago, knowing knowing the sport, the stealth, and the, the skill level, and with the performance enhancements of, say, using a, a, a shooter like a Planet Eclipse EMG 100 for MagHead or for MagFed or a CS3, you know, would that give you that advantage that would bump you up at the skill level? Like, technology's changed, 
and improved and enhanced and become lighter. But yeah, you might not be quite as fast, but where you lack in speed, maybe you know in, in skill. So you have game awareness, you have the the full view and the picture of the game, but your reaction time, your your ability to move, all of that thing is compromised as you, uh, as you get longer in the tooth. Um, so it's... I'm not trying to take away from uh, what he's given to the game and what he is still capable of doing, but will not be the same level of excellence that he once enjoyed. Yeah. And that's just the reality of, uh, of aging. So we all went and played Wasaga Beach's game not too long ago. And before that, it was a while since I had played. And I'll be honest with you, uh, there were there were moves that I saw that I could have done, but my body wasn't taking them. I just right. I had no energy. I couldn't. I was great for the first little bit, and then it was like, okay, let's send other people up up and do that job. Um, I think your game just changes as you get older. I think we all sort of agree to that. You know, you can't be the yep. guy running into the snake or running up to that that center bunker push every single time. Um, I can't be goggle to goggle every point or, yeah. you know, a, a full game. Uh, you got maybe... 30 seconds of Gavin just really uh, giving it his all. And other than that, he's the old guy wheezing in the back and uh, with a puffer. I'm not even asthmatic, but I'm still taking puffers. There's a uh, another soundbite you just said. 30 seconds of Gavin. Hey, <laughs> I, I, now, just, that's all you need with me because I'm so intense. <laughs> Todd, Todd touched on this earlier. There is potential of a storm coming. Tracy Santos said, Cup will be muddy. There's a hurricane coming. Tracy, do you know where the... I, I guess projected landfall or land wherever the hurricane might hit would be and would be the Orlando area be affected by the rain or even the storm at all. What what do you know so far being a Florida resident? Boots on the on, ground. Boots on the ground, just like CNN, BTNN, Behind the Bunker News Network. Um, just don't stand under a palm tree and have a coconut fall on you. Uh, what do you think? Can you let us know, Tracy Santos? We'll stand by. Right. We're um, waiting patiently. Come on, let's Sean get on with it. Sean in the live chat says, Burl Nolan on, uh, what did I just see? This Burl no Nolan on a local team is 73 and balls with the best of them several times at ICC. Yeah, and I'm not taking away from it because let's be honest, we're getting older too, but I, there, there's something to be said about speed and stupidity of you know a younger generation right um i'm just doing things that may may get them hurt but it gets them right um yeah yeah wolf says he's got to keep up with 20 year old punks that's hard uh mike thompson says ollie lang has also said he's not expecting to play a lot he's just there to be there and help when he can now that i like okay uh, that that's kind of what i would expect they look. I was looking at uh, their roster. I can put it up if I could. But their roster going into this event has ninety percent of the names on there are people that I would choose to be on my team. Right. Right. Like they are the, the non-Latin Saint Dream Team. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like the non-Latin. Well, the Latin Saint, Saint picked up the Dream Team. Right. They hand-picked people and. They did an okay job. They didn't get everyone that I would have chose, but they got a good good hand selection. They would have been awesome. But if they had the bankroll, if they had the bankroll, now they're just up in the air and they're saints. Yeah, uh, landfall in the middle of the state. These storms are huge and always have a ton of rain. Depends if it lingers or hits and leaves. Um, also, uh, Orlando's in was that pretty Tracy, much Central Florida? That was, was that Tracy uh, Santos that Mike, said that. Mike Thompson, oh, Mike Tracy Santos. Um, Super Game West has a Canadian Blue General. Y'all from the Great White North coming to sport. Uh, I don't think we're going to make that Super Game, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Uh, Paul Poston said, I just turned 50 and I do better on the speedball fields than I do in the woods. It was your birthday last week, Paul Thompson. Uh, well, Paul, if you uh, trimmed your twigs and berries, you'd be able to get around the forest. Manscaped. If you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> off. If you, if you manscaped, you'd be like a 20-year-old boy. That's all I'm saying. Buy a support package. Mrs. Poston in the living room right now on the couch is thinking, what a great idea. Yeah, maybe he wouldn't be in the garage right now. I mean, yeah. just trimmed a bit. Yeah. Uh, that uh, promo code is BTB20 to get 20% <laughs> off. <laughs> Tracy Santos, Orlando is going to be on the windy and raining side of the storm coming Wednesday 
night, early Thursday morning. Lots and lots of rain. Yeah, that's too bad. A lot of the divisional teams are going to be playing on wet, soggy fields. So Daniel uh, Barney Elmo in the YouTube world says, uh, getting old sucks. You may not be as good as 10 years ago, but I'm still effective. Absolutely. Yeah. So you can still be a force on the field, uh, but you, I think it's unrealistic to expect you to be performing at the same level you were 10 or even 20 years ago. That's all You know. That's all the point I was saying. I don't want to take away from uh, the excellence of, uh, of the GOAT, uh, Ollie Lang. Yeah. Um, he's made significant contributions to the sport and still has a lot to give to the sport, uh, but I just don't think it will be at the same level as uh, when he was younger, and that's just yeah. the reality of life. Yeah. Well, he's been you know, not playing for a number of years. He's been doing a lot of meditation, sitting sedentary. His muscles are probably stiffening up. I'm not, okay, you're, you're, making, a, you're making a joke right now, but uh, I really think uh, teams could excel if they incorporated some of those principles that he used in terms of mindfulness, right? Yeah. In terms of not allowing your emotions to overwhelm you, uh, to sit in those feelings and being with them uh, is very helpful in all aspects of life. And I think he can yeah. be a really great mentor on the bench and help people uh, uh, stay focused. Yeah. So that mental aspect of the game, I think, will be really, uh, really beneficial to have some of that experience, his world experience, as well as his uh, paintball experience. Yeah. Um, Jacob Palomino in the live chat on YouTube has summed up so far what we've talked about tonight. He says, Ollie Lang signs the dynasty. Enola Gay is dropping some apparel. And a new episode of Paintball Media is coming. There we go. Um, we need him to do all of the all transcripts. All right. We're signing up. <laughs> One other thing. Mike Mike Thompson said most damage is in that. Actually, Tornado spawned, from, spawned in a hurricane. Then I clicked on Mike Thompson. But what does he know? He only studied meteorology in uh, somewhere in New York State. So thank you very how much. Often, how often do you see okay. meteors? We'll huh? call Why you, are you going to study meteors? You know what? We'll call you when a hurricane hits New York then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Mike Thompson, for your input. Keep yeah. keep the um, information coming along. And thank you, Joe, for doing uh, some either stalking or uh, research. It's, it's a deep dive. Deep dive. There we go. It's a not deep stalking dive. when you're being stealthy. Yeah. It's not stalking. It's it's. If I was just doing it, not telling anyone, but I'm just saying it out loud here the, for if the you're internet. in the bushes. Yeah, I'm just creeping about. I'm watching you, Mike Thompson. <laughs> um, one last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is paintball extravaganza that's Shabanza. coming up soon oh i have a little more information than what todd has has teased us with <laughs> just uh, said coming soon well that's you all know the whatever just whatever teasing schmeezing um it takes place um february 28th to march 2nd 2023 at the avante palms resort and conference center in orlando florida avante avante there's a special room rate it's dropped down for the nights during the show to 99 dollars, which is a super kung fu deal okay one more time 99 dollars a wow. night then you can then you can stay uh before and after to 105 per night three nights before three nights after if you want to tour around and do some shopping at in around the Orlando, Florida area. Yeah. We, um, yeah, I'd love to talk a bit more, but maybe we'll do it later about a, a little bit of a prediction. If a hurricane and or this weather hits Florida, we've been to events in the past. We've seen other events in the past. I'd be curious to have a discussion about what we think is going to happen, like as far as how they're going to play it and what's going to happen at the venue. But maybe we'll talk about that later in the show. Well, they'll get muddy. There'll be puddles. There, there'll be we lots don't need of to talk about puddles. It there'll be pink pigs jumping in them. So <laughs> anyway, let's Peppa, move on. Peppa Pig, yes. So uh, we haven't got to Joe's video yet. We Every week we go to a uh, great video from the vault. He does uh, a segment. And uh, why don't we do that? And then when we come back, uh, well, we've got lots, uh, lots more on the show. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from The Vault where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball and show you something that's kind of old, something that's kind of cool and something you may never have seen before. Today is no different. Today we're going to talk about constant air. In the early days of paintball, in the late, late 80s, early 90s, people were making the switch from 12 gram to constant air. So the, all the paintball markers were starting to come with a constant air adapter and you would have taken your quick change out and then you would want to be able to put in a tank this tank was very common this was the co2 10 ounce tank um very common with sheridan or kp2 kp3 rifles 
This would run along the bottom stock. And it was pretty crazy. This was one of the longer versions. Of course, there were three and a half ounce tanks were about this long, seven ounce tanks that were this long, and this is the 10 ounce tank. On occasion, you would see one of these mounted underneath the barrel on a PMI-3 or VM-68 to give the user even more air capacity for those firefights with their 40 round ammo box. This is CO2, ran on a pin valve. Um, on occasion, you may have one that would rattle inside when you shake it. That's because it had a siphon tube inside to draw liquid into the paintball marker. Or in some cases, if people were using Sheridan rifles and products like that, they would invert the tank so it was upside down, so all the liquid rush in. It's kind of like a, a cheat, an illegal cheat in paintball, but it would certainly give you more distance to launch your California Magnum paintball through the sky, through the trees, and hit your opponent. Anyway, thanks for watching. You've been watching from the vault, and we'll see you next time on Behind the Bunker. Pew, pew. Well, that was full of gas. That was, uh, yeah. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> think right. of anything. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's what basically took paintball from what it was to what it is today. As soon as you were able to put a compressed air tank on a gun and... Was it constant air? Constant it's gonna ruin air. the sport. Twelve grams. But that was the, that was the big the big change. You know, you went from you know paintball markers to being having twelve grams, where you you know you had um, you, in the P, the PMI guns. You drop guns. You drop them in, and you then the, there'd be a pin inside that would punch. Or same with the Nell spot. The Mark One Uzi was the same. Then markers started to come from the factory with constant air or ca adapters and then you would be able to put a wrap a, a, a quick change into these like the rat attack quick change or the brass eagle had when a lot of the companies had a screw in quick change and then constant air emerged um and it it sort of really took off when paintball made the paintball really originated if you think if you it started on the east coast of the continent sort of maine new hampshire sort of spread south then north into canada then it jumped to the midwest and the chicago area and it still remained very similar to what was happening on the east coast but as soon as it took off and sort of went to california then you had like guys like Gramps and Grizzly, they had really the first constant air setups. Sorry, um, one step before that, Mike Thompson and Devin Schwartz in the chat are mentioning the six-pack, so that was ruining the game then, <laughs> and then went to uh, the constant air, I think. Oh, I remember when I used to have a six-pack. Well, no, a six pack, the six-pack came out kind of after, but like it, okay. like it went from the mid, it went from like the Chicago Midwest, jumped to California, then you had guys like Gramps and Grizzly, and then Bud Orr with the sniper, and the Aerostar, Nelspot knockoffs, and Bushmasters, and then then That's my then, college. then came then came then came <laughs> Constant Air, and it was really that's that's kind of when once it got to California, and they had a a, a twelve month uh, season, they were able the game really progressed at that point. And your first big games, really your big games, first big games were sort of. In California, that's kind of really the history um, of of a lot of where the sport took off, at least from my point of view. And you know, then then came along the paintball magazines, which again were action pursuit games was out of California. But that's kind of my my take on it. And uh, Bobby Doust in the uh, YouTube world's Nitro Duck. There's a name I haven't heard mm. in forever. Uh, yes, uh, thank you for that uh, trip down memory lane. Thank you. Uh, Paul Poston brought up a point. He said that uh, Die is coming out with a DLS. At, That's uh, probably like a proto rail or a, a, a dumbed down version. They do have a mechanical grip now for their mm -hmm. D, whatever their their high end marker, yeah. DM3 or DSR or whatever it's called. They do have a mechanical grip that can be retrofitted, That's much great. like some of the other manufacturers. Yeah do as well because there's a demand for mechanical uh play yep. there yep. is absolutely um hey ladies and gentlemen if you guys don't mind if you're watching right now especially for free hit that share button we'd like to let people know that we are live on monday nights and uh, just a reminder we are available on podcast anywhere that you get your favorite podcast from and uh, so you don't have to watch on facebook you can listen to it anytime on any of your uh, your streaming devices 
Uh, but before we get any further, I want to talk to you guys about uh, Planet Eclipse. Did you know that every game, bunker, or gunfight has a story? Now is time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you're landing the snake or storming the beach, make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creators of happy endings. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes give you the cover, color, and contrast you need. If you're taking pictures in the picture or want to be out of the picture, pull the pin on an EG product. Hashtag Pop Smoke. Now with super cool hoodies and more. Go to GrenadeCompany.com. I'm just oh, reading there. GrenadeCompany.com. Air Ups, inflatable designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his crew. Nothing can beat Air Ups. Their thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, and multiple color and print options available. Don't let your game be deflated. Get Air Ups at AirUps.com. Rome was not built in a day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless offers fully sublimated team packages, everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTP15 to save 15% on your next order. I need one of those shirts. Save Yeezy? <laughs> he done got himself in some trouble. Actually, I think I want one of those too, because when he... Anyway. <laughs> After show. Uh, yeah. All right. Exalt, often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament ready, battle proven, and it's available worldwide. Whoa. DLX Technologies, inspired by the best, DLX has created the new benchmark in high performance markers with the TM40. The evolution now continues light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available at DLX. From boondocks to boulevards, whether you are sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off at ride509.com. This holiday season, I'll be giving thanks to our friends over at Manscaped. Everyone loves turkey and stuffing, but you'll, look, you'll be looking like dessert with the help of Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0. The leaders at Below the Waist Grooming have blessed you with the ultimate Thanksgiving dinner topic. Tell your in-laws about the new cutting-edge ball trimmer and give yourself or the man in your life the ultimate in men's hygiene bundle. Trim your pumpkins by going to Manscaped and use the promo code BTB20 for free shipping and 20% off your Manscaped purchases. This is Pete Davidson from Manscaped. <laughs> Surprise your girlfriend. <laughs> Let's show them how hairless we could be, boys. Presentation matters. Don't make me get specific, because I will. Shave your dick. Shave it, baby. You got a hot date. I've been using this guy long enough to where I think it's time we went into business together. Meet the new face, among other parts, of Manscaped. All right. Also, while we're on the topic of Manscaped, Mike Thompson says someone's got to get an OG Bushwhackers team member to do a commercial for Manscaped. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Oh, Dan and Hardy says, geez. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's exactly it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we want to talk to you guys about tonight. Uh, we put out a, a question for you guys this week. If you could design the ultimate paintball field, what kind of terrain, what does it need? I, I guess terrain specifically is what we were looking for. Um, yeah. I uh, got one here. Yeah. And go ahead and post in the chat because we're watching both the YouTube chat now and the Facebook chat. So if you guys want to join in, by all means. Mine's going to take a long, a little while. Is that okay? Gives them an opportunity to uh, post in the live chat. It's your so, show, Joe. It's not my show. It's our show. Okay, real bag of chips. An ideal field would l l be like exactly like the old flag readers field. He liked that field, but with some extra. Add a river with boats from the Vietnam War and have CCR playing all day long. Now, bag of chips. That I think you played in our second location, which was from 99 to 2008, which was flat and we had all kinds of great props that's where actually wolf started but our field our first field when we'd been there since like 82 83 and it, it was kind of a neat field and had a dog leg whoops it had a dog leg like this and it filled but there was a creek that ran through the middle of it sort of straight but the air we were right beside a local airport and they were worried about flooding they are trying to lower the water table a little bit 
So one summer, they were paid to have it all excavated. Me being a creative wheeler and dealer, I befriended the um, back the uh, the um, excavator operator and brought him some beer, a case one Friday, and I had him take the pond, take the stream, and it was supposed to sort of go straight, but I had him create a couple dog legs like this. Then as we went further upstream towards Cambodia or where Colonel Kurtz was, we had him dig out sort of a pond on the other side of the stream and then take that dirt, pile it up, and we built a dock and then we dropped the boat in. That was our first Navy SEAL base. So teams, one team would have to defend this base and teams would attack through the stream and over the stream. It was really quite cool. And then you'd have, we had a series of bridges over the stream all the way up and down the stream and you had to hold the bridges. And then we, because this was, if you think of it, this was in the late 80s, early 90s and the Vietnam War movies were super popular like Platoon, Full Metal Jacket, 84 Charlie Mopic, which if you haven't seen, you should try and see because it's a great Vietnam era movie about a LERP team. Anyway, that's Long Range Reconnaissance Patrol and they're all wearing tiger stripe. But anyway, taking it back to fields. So we had this stream. So you'd have these firefights on either side of the stream and you'd have smoke going across the stream and everything. It was really quite a, uh, quite a field. So we, we built that field from scratch like we've built every field. But that one was particularly neat with the... Um, with the various you know where the creek went up and sort of zigzagged and you had footbridges over top of it and in places you could run and jump and in other places you could not successfully jump and you got wet but you could use the banks of the stream and as cover it was really a neat field gavin you remember that i remember the fields um and i've enjoyed each of them and i can't wait to return to kasuth road for version 2.5 or 2. Point whatever <laughs> i think it'd be flag readers won't it be four no, no, I mean, a, oh. a return to uh, Kasuth. So. Yes. Technically well, five, I feel, but the playing field didn't change just the front. Well, whatever. Oh, Wolf said, I started at that first field. How dare I, you? I my do first remember night, that. Our like, first night game. You're right. And he actually has photos of the old map. Uh, do you like remember? He was staging here with his woodland camo, and uh, I think it was like, uh, it was like cargo netting. He made this like a ghillie suit and yeah, all of that stuff. Do you remember those his dollar night- his dollar store knee pads? And yeah. you remember those night games we had? We had tiki, tiki to- torches, tiki yeah. torches, and we had um a gen- We'd have a generator running and Christmas tree lights, and then you'd have we would actually have music playing. We had the um, fishing village, uh, the locally inhabited indigenous people in that particular climate. We had a fishing village set up and we would play CCR. We would play the doors over the speakers. It was really a neat, a neat experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that field had a lot of, had a lot of good things. And, and sorry, I'm, I'm trying to tie it with angry Canadian gamer on YouTube. He says world war one trenches. I, that's something that even at like at the old field, we had lots of trenches, but even the new field, like I, there's something about a trench. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's easy. Anybody can put a trench in as well, long as it makes it makes sense. It's great to play, uh, but not for new players. <laughs> Definitely yes, not for field right. o- not for field owners because that is the, the majority of the guns going back. My gun's not working. Yeah, it's because he uses it as a shovel, or it's um, like yeah, it's just and, covered in dirt and debris. And Jacob in the live chat uh, on YouTube says, "My dream field is indoors with black lights and smoke machines, music blaring like a cosmic bowling thing." Um, maybe maybe I'm jaded because a lot of the indoor facilities that we used to have to go to were always dark and dingy and not not intentionally good like black lights and smoke machines it was just intentionally dingy um so i don't know if i'd want a dark indoor our last one was so bright that you had no you had no shadows because the lights were diffused it was great there was no hiding spots there was no and it's unsafe for like rental kids who get lost in the dark and our our first indoor was our need on Gage Avenue with yep. all the buildings, but we, we on occasion would bring um, around Halloween time. We would bring a smoke machine, but you would only need to run the thing for ten seconds, ten or fifteen <laughs> seconds, and the place would fill up. And because you had limited airflow, the the smoke would just mm-hmm. uh, hover, and it was it it in its own was something. Yeah. 
Uh, hills and natural cover, absolutely. You know, I, I'm not. We've played. We've all played at different fields in Ontario and and, and around the world where we've 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 gone to. And one of the things I don't like is hills. We always complain about it, and we always want it because it's great for the terrain and stuff. When you halfway through the day, your legs are killing you. Your your back is tired because you're just going up and down. I don't know that I would make an ideal field with too many hills. So I nominal hills, not I, steep. I, I agree with you because I'm a little bit more advanced in age now than I was, say, 20 years ago, like Are? many people in the studio. But the idea of having different terrain, different terrain, uh, particularly like elevation, you have to keep your head on a swivel. Like it's not a flat trajectory. You have to look at different angles and more angles when you're shooting from like down and up and uh, it adds different element when there's different levels of elevation versus sort of a flat terrain. Yeah. Our our second field, yes, sir, had I'm some nice elevations, and our 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 fire base or the marine base that we had was almost probably on two acres. And even nowadays, we had guys when we were playing out there that had flatline barrels, and you had a tough time shooting across or lengthwise end to end of that of yeah. the marine base and it had tre- a trench system around the whole exterior of it with which we nicknamed you know, an attacker's trench which but, was perfect because yeah. you, you you could you could encircle the whole trench and not be seen from inside because the way it, w- it was built and designed and you could get everyone in position and just sort of swarm over like an army of ants but it's it was like, yeah. once it coordinated like it was coordinated okay like radio communication or, or, or weather by time exactly what Joe was saying how brilliant that was and all of a sudden it just like it erupted like uh, defenders could not see what was going on until yeah. that moment when all yeah. hell broke loose and the, yeah. and, and the chaos and hearing the screaming and just the yeah, the insanity of it I, I quite enjoyed that. I, I do like a field where you can look out and see past the people that you can barely shoot do you know what I mean like so you see them coming, you're kind of trying to firefight with them, but you can see guys beyond it. I guess I'm more talking about when you're having big games and stuff so that you kind of see where your challenge is and where you need to be and you know try to figure out how to get up there. I like the pucker factor where you get surprised by, oh, incoming fire. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, shh. And then you scramble to uh, you know to try to at least formulate some sort of defense. When, and when we, when we played at the second location, 99 to 2008, you know, we didn't have smartphones. They weren't. No. They weren't invented, really. No. Um, we didn't. We didn't have drone technology. Not that you can use a drone because of our proximity to the airport. But if you could beam in live, and it's so flat and broad, like Todd said, you could stand at the top of Hill Three Three Two Two, and you could see most mostly around the field although it's changed a lot and since we've been there last there's lots of trees that have grown up the undergrowth is growing in place it's it's a really really spectacular field just in the state it's in with with nothing on it if it ever gets built up again it'll be really something quite when it gets built up again when it sure when it gets built up (laughs) it'll it'll be yeah well live my life it'll be something pretty spectacular it'll be a really it'll be a great field for recreational paintball scenario and and airsoft any or even even low impact for kids having a birthday party or jelly ball or whatever it's going to be a really great location speaking of jelly ball paul post in the live chat says uh (laughs) i always like trenches and mounds does your wife know you talk like that? That's why it's in the garage. <laughs> and Jeff Thompson says a mix of all terrains, uh, each different terrain would have a different type of mission as well. So, you know, really catering scenarios or, or uh, I guess, yeah, scenarios is the best word to say uh, for each of the uh, different terrains you have. And uh, our good friend Dave from Commando Paintball and Airsoft was saying, doesn't matter what the terrain is as long as you have a great imagination as a field owner. Just your only sides. limitation I agree, is your imagination. If his, if, his, if his field is at the top of a hill, <laughs> I disagree. But no, I, yeah. No imagination. I don't want to walk up there. Michael Roberts says, do all indoors stink like ours? Um, most. I've been to uh, most. Yeah, most. Um, I'll be honest with you, and maybe maybe we're bragging a bit, but the last one we re-ran, we had a really regimented cleaning schedule, and we also uh, had a building that was ventable, so like we had a cross vent that could go through. 
So we didn't get into that, but there are like if you get into a, a, a dank, not a dank, but like a closed confined warehouse. A dank. And, a dank. How can you think of it? <laughs> it's it's really yeah. the the shells of a paintball. As as most of you know, the shells of a paintball are made with gelatin. Um, they stank. And as they break down, because it is a it is a protein, it's like a gelatin it's capsule. Food, really? food, food, because it's food grade. It just as it starts to break down, it it starts to um, off gas a little <laughs> bit, and then that's why lots of speedball fields have that smell. It's just a oh, gelatin. Bre- it's the gelatin breaking down, and yeah. it's just being absorbed, and it's fine. So we, we would use because our our complete playing field was turfed. The guys could use snow shovels and shovel it all into a corner and then bag it and take it out and it really kept the place so much cleaner and you're right you're getting rid of half the odor by just removing the source then there is always the dirty dancing scene where they lifted up a paintball nobody puts paintball in the corner <laughs> uh-oh joshua estrada is just realizing something we're getting near to the end of the episode and he's not sure if we're going to be able to wrap it up and this is going to be part one and part two or is it hopefully there's still prices right <laughs> I, have a, I have a couple more. I have a couple more comments. Paintball 101: Tree bunkers with aerial bridgers that have bunkers on them. Two-story woods and one story would be cool. Firing range from COD would be COD would be cool. Then, oh, oh, Panny uh, from um, EG. A field covered in EG smoke is always the best kind. Todd, you're looking exceptionally handsome in that EG hoodie. Yes. So that's you. Thank you, Christian. Yeah. Um, we're, we were just talking about how magnificent uh, the new hoodies look. And River Sticks Media. I don't, I don't know yet until I have one. I, on my yeah, well, no, until you can touch it. River I'm Sticks Media. To you, Game. A little bit of everything. Very trained with hills and forests, some open, gra- open grassy areas, but uh, also some more urban terrain with buildings, different terrain for different missions and scenarios. And Nebdella says a good mix of woods, hills, flat terrain for multi scenario maps. 25 to 50 acres is good. It didn't get a little bit too big. Bonus points for rec ball fields that flow together nicely for the big game experience. Oh, that's good. Perfect. Thank you, Nebnella. Paul Poston simply says, over time. I think he means that his new nickname is Father Time. Father Time. <laughs> I'm not really sure, Paul, but why do we always choose one person and pick on them the whole show? And why do they keep coming back each week? I don't know. <laughs> We're trying. Yeah. Uh, a small map gulag style, says Andrew. Angry, angry Ooh, Canadian. That sounds gamer. delicious. What's oh, a wait. Gulag, gulag style? What is that? I don't. It's like a stew? No, it's like the damn video game. Um, yeah. Tarak, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. What? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix Gasparini uh, says, Ain't no way I'm making a 20 acre walk to spawn. No way. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I guess the ideal field. Would have the parking and the staging area in the middle of a semicircle. It'd so you like, have equal walking to <laughs> well, it, all you know what fields. it would be like. You know what Todd it'd be like is um those things we did in grade seven history. Those the, they started in front in Quebec. The circular sceneries where the farmer had a laneway down the middle. He had his farmhouse in the middle of the property, which would be your staging parking, and all the fields would radiate out like that then you'd have your two um, entry points for big games and somewhere towards the swamp you'd have the speedball field just kidding um, but all the recreational fields would all if it all radiated out from the center that like would like a pizza like a like a pizza yeah like a pizza with your dip, I want, dipping I in the if middle you had a big game though if the people in the staging area would get bombarded with like the the paint coming over the mesh and stuff. Well, you could probably if you had twenty foot or thirty foot mesh around you, I, th- yeah, something like that. I do like Hollywood Sports Park. When you walk from the staging area to the field, you walk through a hallway, like an outdoor hallway that's covered with mesh, top, bottom, and sides, so you wouldn't get hit with any spray paintballs because you're kind of right in the midst of all of the of playing fields. I thought that was great. We wouldn't be able to do that here because of the snow load and the season exactly. leaves and stuff great blue herons would land on it yeah paul he said snow load and um, joshua shrana in the youtube chats is complimenting me on my hoodie <laughs> and wants to know if it comes in a 4xl i think you need to reach out to ryan sexton from ase uh who helped provide us with these what does uh, it stand these for? action scenario events <laughs> Um, yeah, and, uh, and see if he has any more in stock i quite enjoy it um and it's uh it's pretty snazzy i pinned it here all right. Um, I can't take Joshua's 
heavy heartbeat right now. We got to get him to slow it down. Maybe we should do a couple of quick prices rights before really? we... Really? Uh, All right, let's do it. I think we should. And this is only because Josh was asking. Um, all right, how about let's start with this real quick. And this is a... Now, oh, I have two of these bad boys. This is a bit of a grunge match, because didn't Joe come very, very, very close to winning last he event? He did not. Or last week? Uh, it was a smoke show once again by me. <laughs> is that oh, what it was? for you. I missed, I'm glad I missed that. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're bidding on a Lego minifigure. Series 10 collectible number 153. I think we all kind of have one of these somewhere. Uh, Michael Roberts thinks 30 bucks. Um, let's see. If you guys want to post up your comments in the live chat, Lee Sweepers thinking 23. Bill Scribner for 40. And Jacob Palomino at 15.99. George Hay with his crock money, 9.95. Uh, Wolf Critchlow says it was a challenge to get one of these. He, he had, yeah. Bonchick, 19.95. Gasparini, 17. And Elliot Darno, 15. So... Gavin, you won last time. I had two of these. I think they were like six bucks back in the day, but they were limited run. Um, I hate to say this because this is ludicrous, and I'll probably slap myself after the answer comes out. I'm going to say 50 bucks for that. Well, Andrew, Angry Canadian Gamer put 75 bucks. Paul yeah. Possum says $50. Uh, he just likes to copy you. Uh, 27 Schmeckles, Dan and Hardy. <laughs> Wolf, twenty nine ninety eight. Lisa Weaver, these aren't easy to find. Now, what's the email for, what's the Instagram for Enola Gay? What was it again? Are you talking about the website? Yeah. Uh, GrenadeCompany.com. GrenadeCompany.com. Oh, grenade. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what are you thinking for this? Uh, $18. 18 bucks. Well, y'all overbid. Really? Yes. This guy was able to get it for $7.19. Shot the front door. He done got himself a bargain is what he did. Uh, was it from a smoke-free house? That's all <laughs> I want to know. Yes. Uh, no, but it was only played with on weekends. <laughs> okay, let me find one here. Is it winter-driven? Never seen anything like this before. Sold like this. Paintball tracer light. Oh. Interesting. USB? Yeah. Charger. USB charger because the paintballs, remember? Um, no, I, I'm familiar with that, but when the chargers first came out, there was no USB. There was no. Yeah. So interesting. Everything now uses that universal USB cord. But is this for jelly ball, though, or is it paintball? This is for paintball, and it looks like you can also convert it to airsoft. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Very much so. I'm uh, intrigued. All right, Gavin. All right, for that bad boy, it'll say twenty four ninety five. Okay, uh, Joe twenty eight. Take that. This sold for sixty nine fifty eight. I'm all over the place here. Yeah, I got nothing. You guys are. Shoot. If it makes you feel any better, I've balled up three pieces of paper <laughs> and thrown it in the trash, and I've not got one of them. But in. it was with disgust. I love that. <laughs> Should we use the piece of paper? All right. print Let's on the give back. you guys at home a chance to bid on this. We love paintball videos here. This one here is called Master Blasters, and it's a sealed VHF. VHS. It's a William Greffy Horror Paintball. Video rare. Okay, so I'm not sure I'm not sure if he's still here. Daniel Barney Alamo in the chat he used to play for the Master Blasters. I'm not sure if he will want this for his own collection. And that's the same logo, the same font uh, that they actually use. So that's uh, that's yeah. gold, Jerry. That's gold, I'm telling you. It is. Yes. But why? <laughs> Doesn't even show up on IMDb. What's it called? Master, Master Blasters. Blasters by Prism. Doesn't it even... made it to VHS, so maybe it's supersedes. to VHS, I'm sure. <laughs> or, I'm or, sure. or beta. Yeah. They we probably still had to format. convince someone to put it on a VHS tape. All right, well, let's have a look through here. Uh, George Hay says eight fifty. Jesse Carabas says nineteen ninety nine. Uh, same with Dan and Hardy. Mike Thompson eleven. Mike, Michael Roberts at sixty bucks. Uh, Daniel Barney Alamo says, "I know the story." <laughs> <laughs> he lived it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Jacob says seventeen bucks. What does Gavin think uh, for that? 
sadly, I'm sorry, Barney. Uh, plug your ears. I'm gonna say eight bucks. Okay. Do you think it would be in a bin mixed with KTEL branded eight track tapes? Eight tracks, <laughs> not even cassette. <laughs> yeah. All right, Joe. What are you thinking? Um, sixteen. Joshua says eight ninety nine. So this sold for ninety nine ninety five. Really? Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. So, do we need to end the show now yes, with yes, uh, one? Who won? <laughs> by how many points? Um, Two points. Thirty. I, I won <laughs> by thirty points. I'm gonna like it, even though I liked it, my own comment because I won. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what we're going to do. If you guys are on Facebook right now, uh, we're going to end the show for you guys. If you're watching anywhere else, we're continuing to broadcast this show on YouTube as well as recording this for our podcast. So if you're watching in Rewind, obviously stay tuned. We'll be right back. And if you guys are watching us on Facebook, hit that share button on the way out. Let people know that we are uh, we are live. And uh, we'll see you guys on Facebook back next week. Everyone else, we'll see you over in YouTube in just a moment. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Well, that was a heck of a show. I felt like we skipped over a bunch of stuff because I wanted to talk more about certain things, but we went, we went pretty long on that. So thank you guys for tuning in and staying with us. We're on the after show. Sorry, that Weez, uh, that Yeezy shirt from Ruthless. Yes. Would you wear anything with his face on and his likeness on it after what he did? Would I? Or do you like it ironically? Would Okay. If I was gifted it, I may sleep in it. Would I wear it in public? Not a damn chance. Yeah. So if you guys are uh, tuning back in, there's a shirt that Ruthless is putting out that says Save Yeezy with a with a picture of uh, Yee? Yee himself well, on it. Well, that's his name now. Yeah. Con Yee? Or is he re, 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 uh, going back to his old... No, he changed his name to yeah. Yee. Y-E. So if, you're, if you become a guy who becomes famous and then gets surrounded by a bunch of yes-men, how long would it take for you to go crazy... Especially if you've got more money than you know what to do with. I think about all the young celebrities who have experienced challenges in the in the uh, in the world because of precisely what you're saying. You're surrounded by people who are parasites, essentially, who make a living off you and will not say no to you. And so you have no boundaries, no structure, uh, and infinite amount of money. So there's the word no never comes up. So it is hard, I think, to maintain some sort of level of sanity or normalcy in that experience. And I think. I think Yi is in a completely different realm. I think there's some significant mental health challenges there. I really do. Uh, and so I feel really guilty when, when he, he struggles. And I really I feel really guilty when he goes on these rants that really... Um, I, I don't think yeah. he has much control over that. Uh, and I sad to say, it sucks when you almost root for, for misery. But then when you see the end result of what's happening, uh, it's you can't help but feel badly for him. And, and this is, you know, part of this is his own making. I'm sure there's people around him who are saying, you know, you need to take care of himself. Uh, and I think about the young man who just passed away, uh, Aaron Carter, who I also watch a lot of videos and, and watch sort of his downfall. And this should not be entertainment, right? There should be much more intervention versus, yeah. you know, watching people just sort of go this downward spiral. Yeah. Steven says, Jesus is dead to him now. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at Brittany. I mean, she was able to survive fame, money, fortune. You know, she's fairly normal. Michael Jackson, he built an amusement park. So, I mean, there's like, these creative people. Dolly Parton did yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. But, I mean, it's like, you know, in, instead of like, you know, clamoring to social media posts about people who are doing really, really poorly uh, with, with their health, it's just like, you know, and it, it's really timely with for me right now celebrating Movember and trying to raise awareness you know particularly with uh, with, with men right who, who are struggling um, and uh, I posted the stat 60 men an hour die globally uh, from suicide 60 men in Canada die wow. each week by suicide um, so I think we really need to do our own inventory in terms of what we're celebrating what we're sharing what we're you know sort of absorbing as a culture uh, and just let people 
know that you know there, there's a bigger community out there when you're struggling and to really support each other and not to sensationalize it and not to uh, really take joy and pleasure out of somebody else's misery so you know check in with each other and make sure people are doing okay and like the whole easy thing i think it's yeah it, it's you know we, we shouldn't be trying to market or celebrate uh, uh people's misery really yeah well i don't know you look at look at justin bieber yeah he's done well you know what I mean like he hasn't fallen off the deep end yet I'm just trying to think. There's he's had a couple. He's, he's had, had a couple. He's, he's had a couple of goes, particularly when he was young and dumb, right? And yeah. He had some really good people. And I remember once, like a security guard, like pulling him aside and like screaming at him, almost acting like a parental figure. Yeah. Because you know you need that balance of people who are there in your life who don't need anything from you other than your company. Yeah. What about people that have grown up with famous, famous families like? Um, what about, oh, I just lost the name now. Achy breaky heart guy. Oh, Cyrus? Billy Cyrus. Billy his his yeah. daughter has, well, far more famous than he was, I think, now. By, by oh, I don't know. Now. He just had a, he just had a, with little Nas X, he had a big Old Town Road. Old Town Road, like giant. You're right, but I think it's more like, I, I think She's Worth More has more albums. I, I would agree. Not, I mean, you say Achy Breaky Heart and everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah. What's the name of the girl? I apologize. Miley, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, thank you. Uh, does she still go by Miley Cyrus? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. What was her? That was Hamilton. Oh, show. When, when she's in Canada, she goes by Kilometer Cyrus. <laughs> there we go. Miley, as, as Steve says. Sorry, I don't know why I couldn't get that out of my head. Um, yeah, I mean, I wish I was famous enough to go crazy. <laughs> I'm going to go crazy just, just without it. poor man crazy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. but, ha- but having said that, some of that is built up by the people surrounding the celebrity. If you look at the... The cool breeze, Keanu Reeves, right? Like he can ride the subway. Cool he breeze. can, yeah, he can like sit in in parks, right? Like yeah. he can just be live a normal life without having all that craziness around him, right? Yeah. He's one of the like, if you were to model yourself after any celebrity, he's genuinely a nice fellow. You don't hear anything negative about him, and he's just like good for him for the movies that he does, what he does to prep for them. Like he's an honest to god actor, but. I don't know. I, I, I respect him. I think uh, I think what he does is awesome. And he seems to be regular yeah. folk. I put him up there with Jean-Claude Van Damme. What? Or Sorry, okay. Steven Seagal. <laughs> Everything that that guy's ever said is... Gold? No. A brag. Uh, Nico Toscani yeah. in Above the Law. Uh, Seagal is off his rocker. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's living Too in Russia. Too many headshots. Yeah, living in Russia, doing a keto clinics and stuff, isn't he? I think so. Uh, Taylor Swift getting all the airplay these days. Yeah, there's another person that seems normal. Like, maybe there's more going on behind it. But uh, I think these people that travel with packs and, you know, are influenced by all the yes-men around them, they're going to cause... They're going to they're get us in troubles at some point, I'm sure. I don't know. Whatever. All right. Well, we should probably end this there. We've talked about that. This, that, oh. and the other thing. Some that. sweet celebrity gossip yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell kind of show was this that, this is bmz yeah yeah but i do want to give a special shout out to a couple of btb viewers who've uh, supported me in my campaign for raising awareness and funds for men's health over the course of november uh, so we have bond chick who nice. started things off with a hefty donation i appreciate that and then jeff thompson as well so sincerely appreciate um both the platform to share men's health awareness, uh, but uh, the BTV uh, family for rallying around and, uh, and helping me in my campaign. I Jeff can't Thompson wait is... to see how dirty your mustache gets. It's uh, <laughs> okay. So now I'm in a phase where it's, it's a little dusty, uh, but it looks like I'm actually rocking this. Like people may not know this is Movember, um, so it is creepy. Yeah. Joe's Joe's is coming in pretty thick. Yeah, but I hate to say it, I really, really, really. I'll go to Shoppers Dog Mart if you want, but I want you to br- start brushing in some Just for Men because I want like nah, I want it baby. thick no. and brown <laughs> and Ted Lasso-ish, right? Like I'll, Ned you, Flanders soup strainer thick. When it gets, I guess I can. Can you put what well, makes it dark? I can put Sharpie on it. No, there's that uh, like is hair it, dye. It, well, it's like Just for Men. It's like uh, the gray one. It's not. It doesn't fully cover it all, but I mean, you get some wisdom. I'd like to darken up my soul patch a bit too. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what the month looks like for both Joe and I. Uh, 
Uh, I just wanted to, I'd like it to end. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not loving it, right? I, you know, no, I, yes. I'm not loving it, but, I, you know, anything to raise awareness and, uh, and start Absolutely. the conversation about, you know, checking with the, the men in your life to make sure they take care of their health, particularly at least this week uh, regards to mental health. So uh, check in with those, even the who seemed the strongest, um, see how they're actually doing. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys, for watching, everybody, and uh, listening and downloading the podcast. I guess uh, we better have a hard out. We'll see you next week.